Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hello, Nanstradamus. Good morning. Good morning. I just think it's awesome this week leading up to the anniversary of January 6th that everyone, and I mean everyone, suddenly realizes what I said on Bill Maher in November yeah. 2020. 62 is days coming before 1-6. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's right. You said uh, Trump will start a political paramilitary insurgency to seize American democracy. It has begun. I detail the Trump insurgency in your brand new book, They Want to Kill Americans, Um, which I don't know how much clearer it can be. Right. We have the one Trumper on tape saying, when do we get to start shooting people? (laughs) I mean, it's it's they're saying it all out loud. Right. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And. You know, what's funny is, is that I had to extrapolate. Uh, you know, I started that book in October 2020 and when I started seeing these small militia groups training, going out for training in the lead up to the election. And, and when I when I sent the proposal out, it said one of two things is going to happen, that if Trump wins, these people will see themselves as the political paramilitary enforcers of Donald Trump. And if he loses they will turn into an underground insurgency uh, where they will use political power and paramilitary threats in order to affect uh, whatever they they feel that they have. And 62 days later, after I had made that prediction on Bill Maher's show, and you might recall, Bill was being all kumbaya on that show. He was saying, hey, we've got to talk to these guys. We've got to bring them back in to the fold I said, no, that's not the way it's going to go. We're going to go into a paramilitary insurgency. And here we are. Yeah. Well, and by the way, speaking of admitting it, you were, I think, commenting on the Peter Navarro interview yesterday on Ari Melber. You said the man just admitted the Trump plan. Mm -hmm. The Green Blaze sweep is Nazi for coup d'etat. Then he said the Jews, Soros, did it. (laughs) I I was wondering if I watched the same thing. I'm like, he just blamed George Soros. Oh, my God. I mean, and he basically, as Ari said, you realize that what you just described is a coup, right? I mean, right. Yeah, Ari Melber put it perfectly. He also said the system was put in place to stop people like you. And, you know, what I find amazing is, is that that's the first time that they've actually gotten one of these people from the Trump side 
onto the media that could actually hold them accountable. They don't go on CNN and admit these things. I don't know why Navarro thought this would help his book sales. Yeah. Yeah. It's not what it is. It's actually a document for his future indictment as a coup plotter. Yeah. And it is a coup. They worked tirelessly over months to get over 100 Congress, 147, if I'm not mistaken, members of the House of Representatives and virtually all of the Republican senators, starting off with Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, to actually overthrow the government, to create enough murkiness in there that Mike Pence would not certify the election. And then we're finding out this other crazy group had recommended to Trump to institute martial law and take control of the National Guard. This was a very close thing. And the problem is, it's not over. It's right. going to happen again. So this the Hannity tech, I don't even know where to start with, with January 6th uh, stuff, obviously, as we approach the one-year anniversary tomorrow. So... Uh, they have uh, they've requested that Hannity respond to questions about his communications with Trump and his staff in the days surrounding the riot. They've asked for his voluntary cooperation. Um, he, but these text messages, I mean, it, are really extraordinary. He said, we can't lose the entire White House counsel's office. I do not see January 6th happening the way he's being told, uh, referring to Trump. He said, Pence pressure, the White House counsel will leave. Um, I mean, again, extraordinary how different what he was saying, of course, on air and off air. But he, he wrote on January 10th to Mr. Meadows and uh, Jim Jordan. He said he can't mention the election again ever. I did not have a good call with him today. And worse, I'm not sure what's left to say. I don't like not knowing if it's truly understood. Ideas? Um, I, I, okay. The letter, uh, they said, uh, the letter to Hannity said he had advanced knowledge regarding Trump's and his legal team's planning for January 6th, calling him a fact witness in our investigation. This has nothing to do with journalism or First Amendment. Um, the committee wrote that it obtained dozens of text messages between Hannity and members of Trump's inner circles. One of them was, I'm very worried about the next 48 hours. Um, so, and as Adam Schiff said, he was more than a Fox host. He was a confidant advisor, campaigner for the right. former president. He is up to his eyeballs in this. Well, what is your very take on clearly based on Yeah, very clearly based on those emails, uh, he was briefed in on what the plan was days before the uh, before the January 6th uprising. And he knew the inner workings of it. And I don't know whether he had sat and talked to Peter Navarro, but he was he's up to his neck and actually spelled out the supporting parts of the conspiracy. And that's where we are now. And I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, you know, we overuse the word conspiracy and collusion with, uh, with Trump and the Russian. This one is just a straight up, activity where now we have people admitting it and here's why they admit this and once again you're going to hear me do this every time i come on television or radio they intend to take power this november we and the way that the democrats are acting right now we're going to give it to them i don't see people mobilizing i don't see people standing up and getting outraged by this they are getting motivated by the words that they hear. That's why they're telling the plan out loud because they know no one will do anything about it. No one will go to jail. And when they take power in November because Democrats didn't come out and mobilize to take 40 seats away from the Republicans, they will end American democracy, period, done. Well, you you said that further than that, this is the plan. Steve Bannon is calling for a literal 100-year GOP Reich 
to control uh, government forever after 2022, and they're not joking. Um, you just said 2022 election will determine if American democracy survives. It will show if dictatorship takes America. The GOP want 40 Dem seats. Our only chance is a voter turnout so massive we keep the House and the Senate. Vote blue, down all tickets, demand voting rights. I, we just hung up with Jamie Harrison talking about this very right. thing. That we, oh, we, you had Jamie Harrison on? You oh, don't start with there? me again. You're <laughs> going to lose that booking for me. I would have held his feet to the fire. That would have been the greatest Stephanie Miller show in the world. Is he doing anything? Because I obviously missed the segment. Yeah, I, well, yes, but I mean, I, this is, as you just said, we have to hold their feet to the fire on voting rights. I mean, I, I don't know how much more pressure we can put on it, mansion, cinema, whatever, all of it. But, you know, Malcolm, you always say we just, the only thing we can affect is giving them the biggest turnout ever. We've got, and as Jamie Harrison said, there's 80 million of us that voted for Biden. We, those people, we didn't go away. We're all still here. It's just, it's listening to people like you that, that are, and Eric Swalwell that we just played that are saying this, this could be our did, last election if we don't. Did anyone point out to him that, yeah, there were 80 million that voted for Biden, but we lost how many seats in the House? 15, 20 seats, because those Democrats didn't vote for Democratic congressmen. They didn't vote for Democratic secretaries of state. They didn't vote for anyone down ticket. Yeah. They went and they voted up ticket and we lost seats. We're five seats out from losing democracy. And Steve Bannon, this is why I put that tweet up. He wrote the phrase, a 100 years of Republican rule. Yeah. The 100 year Reich is what the Nazis called it. Yeah. And we, he's literally using their terminology, telling his people in the Steve Bannon war room, which by the way is one of the top 10 Amazon or Apple podcasts, so they've got reach into their people. He's telling them they intend to eliminate American voting and democracy, and they intend to hold on to power forever as minority rule. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Let's talk about what Merrick Garland, you, what you think he's going to say today. Um, this headline, New Oath Keepers subpoena shows January 6th committee probe is starting to overlap the DOJ investigation. A newly revealed subpoena reveals the House Select Committee's investigation is uh, overlapping. In, in the one, At least in that case, the committee has subpoenaed the phone records of the family plan for Kelly and Connie Meggs, uh, the two members of the Oath Keepers who've been charged with conspiracy, which is the first indication that congressional investigators are seeking records from defendants facing charges connected to the insurrection from the DOJ. So... That's the one thing we do want to avoid, right? I mean, you know, everybody points about uh, uh, Oliver North, mm -hmm. but you know that that. Right. So, what do you want to hear from Eric Garland today? What do you think we're going to hear? I know he can't talk about in detail ongoing investigations, but <laughs> I, you know, I want to hear whatever Glenn Kirshner said. He wants yes, to hear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I want to hear I, special Glenn counsel Kirshner Glenn Kirshner. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? There really should be a special counsel. Yeah. He should be announcing that the that 
the, the Department of Justice is implementing a special counsel. Don't forget, a special counsel can also outlive the Congress yes. and the president. And this is too important, so, and it's too massive and widespread, and it goes up too high. Right, I absolutely but, you know, think so. Again, everybody, last year, it was, let's bring in the technocrats, let's do kumbaya, let's not hold anyone accountable, that will make them unhappy. It was right back to 2008 with Barack Obama, or 2009 with Barack Obama. And sometimes, and now we're on the precipice of the end of American democracy. I mean, we're teetering on the edge. I've got Jennifer Rubin, who is a hardcore conservative writer yep. at the Washington Post, putting out articles every day, screaming about how we're going to lose American democracy in yeah. less than 10 months. Yeah. All right. Which means I just you know, I finally I, watched. I finally watched uh, Don't Look Up. I finally got through it last night because I was not in the mood over the holidays. I was having too bad a, a holiday. But I mean, it, it really is that kind of thing that people like you are screaming, you know, whether it's about a comet or climate change or just or this, the end of democracy. But, you know, and part of it is darkly funny. And part of it is like, oh, my God, we are screaming. There are people like you that are screaming, Jennifer Rubin, all across the spectrum. You know, Barton Gelman. I mean, you, every time right. someone writes a new piece, you might be like, right, I, that's my book. You know, like, yes, I'm saying the same right. thing. Right. <laughs> it is. But it's great that we're getting the word out. Here's not what's happening. Here's what's not happening. Steve Bannon has hundreds of millions of dollars of Republican yeah. money to build the machine to destroy the electoral process. Uh, you know, all of these guys who were the influencers who we're finding out were part of the strategy to knock down the election on January 6th are all funded in a massive way. They're massive way there. You know what? Somebody actually said to me recently, uh, I went to dinner with uh, with someone who is well, pretty much a, a billionaire and they don't do anything. They don't give money. Yeah. They don't understand how serious this is. They don't, you know, they, they make their regular donations, but they, yeah. the Republicans have a machine worth a billion dollars to destroy us. We barely can get one of our friends to come vote. This election is a you better bring 10 well, people with you election. Yeah, you say it every time, but this this ought to chill you to the bone in The New York Times. D Trump and his allies are scheduling events, raising money for initiatives intended to make Trump a central player in the midterms, possibly set the stage for another run for the White House. We're talking about this rather than him being in jail, right. which we should be. He and his groups allied with him are planning policy summits, more rallies, elaborate forum next month at Mar-a-Lago for candidates he has endorsed who give as much as 125000 a person to the pro-Trump super PAC, which, of course, goes right in his pockets. Mm -hmm, but yeah. OK. And by the right. way, they're all that's trying to reinforce his properties as the center of Republican power, holding events at Mar-a-Lago and his club in Bedminster. So he can just continue the grift. So no, he just keeps grifting money from them. But, you know, again, but we, Democrats don't do this. Democrats don't have policy conferences. Democrats don't have planning right. committees. Democrats don't have CPAC. I, I, the last thing I remember us ever having was Netroots Nation. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, I don't even and you don't even see that anymore. Yeah, we are really falling into a precipice. So, you know, I'm calling I'm principally because I have watched this happen in in war, w amongst warlords, potentates, and dictators in all of these other countries, and to see this actually happening in the United States, and one party does not want to participate in the fight, right? Malcolm, one party I is, also... is being screamed from the streets, but I'm sorry, Jamie Harrison being on your show 
is a good example. He's on your show, but I don't see him on MSNBC. I don't see him on CNN. I don't see him anywhere. He has, right. he has been on those shows. He has, he has been on those shows. I mean, oh, I'm sure he has. Well, we're missing them. No one's putting his clips up on Twitter. Look, right. um, we're getting we're, we're at the point now where this is going to have to be a self-starting uh, defense of democracy, where every individual will have to prepare themselves yeah. for one of two results or the defense of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just saying quickly before we go, Malcolm, that I think it's the other reason we desperately need justice for January 6th because of we have to break this mass delusion that you have 70 percent of Republicans saying they don't believe Joe Biden was elected legitimately. I mean, we somehow have to break this mass delusion. Stephanie, there's no breaking that. There's no breaking that. Uh, You you know, I mean, uh, in Rwanda, after they had committed a genocide of all of their neighbors, it took military force coming into that country and a guerrilla force to, to, to subjugate everyone to the point where they could reestablish rule of law. There, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, the, the expert on cult, Steve Hassan, mm-hmm. yeah. has a new uh, article coming out about this. And there's no breaking them or one event happening. I think that if the United States were attacked, that 30% could quite literally side with whoever the attackers were. And if it was an internal attack that's being done, and one of the scenarios I had in my book was, what happens if these right-wing insurgents start dropping bombs from drones or using suicide drones uh, the way ISIS does on democratic protests across the country? Well, do you think that that will bring that 30% back to believing in the United States and the Constitution first? No, I think that the title of the book says it all. They want to kill Americans. Yeah. They have no problem with that. Yeah. All right. Well, we end on our usual happy note with Malcolm Nance, <laughs> who is available to work children's birthday parties, if you'd like. And you guys butted heads a little bit. That was exciting. <laughs> well, you know, it makes for, makes for better makeup sex. There you go. All right. Love you, Malcolm Nance. We'll see you next time. Take care. See you Thanks, next time. Thanks, Malcolm.